Hello there, darlings. Welcome to the Clockwork Cabaret. This week the old biddies are talking about their love of animation. Honestly, it explains a lot. And now, on with the show. <laughs> Sorry, I had to yell that That's to fine. remind myself because time has lost all meaning. It's true. I I already said <laughs> it, but I'll... I am also Lady Adderkop. Yes, yes, she is Lady Adderkop. <laughs> In case you were wondering, starting off the year well. <laughs> oh, new year, new me. No, same old. It's yeah. We're not. We're we're upset in our ways at this point. <laughs> We're old and we're crotchety and we know how broken we are and how to get around that in a basically functional manner. And so this is the best we can hope for. <laughs> 2021! <laughs> did, Emmett, did you make any New Year's resolutions? For the no! Year? I never do that. I know you don't. I'm trying to, to fill time. Oh, no, I and, don't and, do that. And I... foster interesting conversations. Oh, oh. It, this is like small talk. Okay. Um, I... Yeah. No, however, I do not because I am not a quitter. <laughs> um, some might find it problematic because uh, there's a stubborn um, uh, assholery ex- level to my stubbornness. But uh, but yes, I uh, I don't generally get, do resolutions because uh, for one, I feel way too terrible if I do not do them. Yeah, if I do not fulfill them. Yeah. And also, two, um, I think I'm wonderful and perfect just the way I am, and I don't need to change a damn thing. So there, mm. I said it. I said it. I'm an egomaniac. <laughs> no. <laughs> I am perfect in every way. Yes, we were certainly not talking about the ways that we are imperfect before the podcast. No, so. no, I... I think our I think my imperfections uh are are special and make me a unique and indiv- unique individual. And so yeah, well, you don't have to have resolutions. That wasn't no. a dig. Uh, no, no. I actually I actually did normally I'd, I don't make a resolution or I say if if I say I do I make it like a a dumb one like oh I'm going to smoke more and I'm going to take up smoking and drinking this year. Uh. Uh, you know, so that when I don't do it, it's like, oh, because I didn't follow that through. Um, but I actually did make a New Year's resolution this year. You did? What? Well, what is it? Did I? <laughs> it's the dumbest resolution on the face of the planet. That's fine. Because uh, I do not anticipate 2021 being any easier than 2020. So hey, I I subscribe to one of those little art kit box sets that every month they send you stuff mm-hmm. and i am definitely one of those person i i was a poor art student uh when i was in college i have always been kind of broke and so i am i am an art supply hoarder oh yeah and then i even when i buy nice things i'm like i can't use them i have to save them i have to save them for a thing an important thing but the important what is that thing, thing? Yeah, the important thing is never coming. It, 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 it is a it is a non-real uh, future goal. Mm. It, it's like it it's a no, Martha I... Stewart. It's a Martha Stewart dinner party. Yes, I love the idea of a Martha Stewart dinner party. I will never throw a Martha Stewart dinner yes. party. That's I don't true. have the ability to plan. I don't have the ability to organize, and I am just 
You're really, you're really selling this resolution thing. Well, I mean, I, like, I, I am admitting my, my, right. my feelings here. The concept appeals to me on a very fundamental level. Um, I love the idea of it. I, I, I do, I do not possess the skill set in which to execute this ideal. And I think it's okay to admit that. And uh, so it's okay to admit that there's never going to be a big, important art project that I'm going to do that I need to save. I need all these supplies that I am squirreling away like a weird hoarder dragon of colored pencils. Well, well, wait, Lady Uttercup. When when quarantine COVID time is over, do you want to have a Martha Stewart fancy dinner party because i'm saying i'm asking this honestly because i happen to have done the those i i really do i want centerpieces i and we people. we can do it we can do it you i will i will organize like i have the ability no not you you don't have to you just you just be <laughs> there you just be the hostess for this for the soiree I will organize it because organizing things like that is my jam. Oh, and then I just have to be up there and be obnoxious and tell stories. Yeah. 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 You wanna? You wanna? Okay. Oh, no, we should do that. Because <laughs> I will. I will. Oh, not very excited. Yes. Okay. So I will okay. organize the hell out of a, of a dinner party. I used to do this. I used to do those with my friend, Kevin Andrew, who I love um... and miss. And he's. He's two and a half hours away in quarantine in Tarboro, North Carolina. Whereas if you think Pittsboro, North Carolina is boring, just go there. It's <laughs> Tarboro tar- is like Pittsboro is if it was a tar pit. It's true. It is. It's, a, it's he, where hope goes to die. He refers to it as the vor- he refers to it as the vortex. But I'm, I'm bashing Tarboro. I know nothing about it. I'm like hope goes to die. There. No, it's well. They do have a sign that says it's a, it's what is it? Uh, it's a front porch kind of town. Oh, that that is an, that has upsetting connotations. Yes, yeah. That's... Because when you say it's a front porch kind of town, that makes me think that you've got a shotgun and uh, my kind ain't my kind ain't welcome around here. I, yeah, it's also possibly it's a good place to die. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> that sounds like you bet get out out the 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 confines of Tarbo before the sun goes down, yeah. girl. Yeah, well, he lives there. It wasn't necessarily his first choice but that's where he is but we used to he and i used to organize some fabulous dinner parties okay now i'm very excited because if you're gonna actually organize it because we all know organize it my ability to organize is non-existent but Uh, first question is how many courses do you want to do and what and what theme would you like my theme is adam's family elegant (gasps) all right so that's perfect yes yeah so like you know as elegant as you want but it's also as creepy as you want okay uh and and i want to do the decorations okay that's the one thing i want to do okay i want to make table settings so badly okay that's fine Uh, but this is not this is this is not this is not related to my new year's eve resolution but now i'm very excited about this this i'm sorry i'm sorry i distracted you i distracted you but i got I got very excited about the idea because I like organizing things. Like you, you know, I have ADHD. I cannot be distracted like this. Like Nicole, let's talk about Martha Stewart. Okay, that's the whole new episode. Uh, no, no, no. Okay, no. So your oh, New resolution. Year's resolution, the art box, my little art boxes, and I'm getting all these little fancy art supplies to play with for a month. And my resolution is to use them up. Is to ruin those art supplies. Yeah not save them not squirrel them away not keep them for a future project that is worthy of of you know using the nice pens the nice pencils and the nice paper just on and and use them on bullshit yeah use them on doodles and crap and randomness because i i need to do that and i've already started with rankin bass style illustrations Yes, I know. I'm very excited about it. I feel like I feel like it's a good it's a good thing. Yes, if you were if 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 all right. So this this may not surprise any of our listeners if they've been paying any kind of attention to us at all ever. 
young young lady at her cup really wanted to be an illustrator uh really wanted to be actually an animator that was in high school that was my goal i really 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 wanted to be an animator i could not afford animation school oh yeah animation school at at the time i was looking at it was ring uh, the closest one was ringling brothers and barnum in i think it was northern florida central florida ringling school of art and design oh yeah uh they also had a clown college was yeah. not going to go to the clown college was going to go to the animation college um but it was the tuition was out of my price range uh i didn't have a portfolio that i felt was up to the task of looking back on my high school portfolio probably would have been fine uh yeah well but like i I, I just they don't expect a lot from high school portfolios by the way i took a lot of life drawing classes in high school yeah so probably would have gotten in on the strength of my life drawing portfolio oh yeah as as somebody who is who worked for an art art school i will Mm -hmm. tell you that that the things that i saw coming out of there yeah yeah you're fine yeah and my and and to be fair to little baby high school age uh nicole my life drawing my life drawing studies were pretty good so i i probably could have gotten into a uh, an animation school on the on the on the strength of those but did not have the money to get into animation school so i instead went for graphic design oh no little um, little little emmett tried to go was going to go to cooking school yeah at one point and the cooking school that I was going to go to was a very nice, expensive uh, cooking school in Boston. And then uh, I, for one, saw the price tag and also yep. the fact that the last semester you spend waiting tables. And I thought, I'm going to wait. I'm going to pay for the privilege to wait tables, which is probably what I'm going to have to do in order to pay for going to the school. $1,000 a year to wait tables? Which I already... So yeah, and it oh, was thanks. also a, oh, yeah. it was it was also a two year it was a it wasn't a it wasn't a bachelor's it was an associate's which yeah. is something wrong with that yeah that but, was what uh, I I wanted school. to I also wanted to like take literature courses and yeah. yeah I was a big old nerd yeah so now you have the opportunity to just doodle and draw and art your heart out yes so like so my 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 point was like I I am an animation nerd yes uh and. One of my favorite animation studios growing up was Rankin Bass because I just really freaking loved Rankin Bass. There is an animator that is doing stuff right now that if you are like me, that you loved Rankin Bass growing up and you have somehow not come across his animations. Uh, His name is Ian Worthington. He goes by Worthy Kids on the internet. He's the guy that does the big top burgers that I'm constantly Oh, yes, that you're always talking about, yeah. Yes, and it's very heavily Rankin Bass influenced, and it's the best thing ever. Every if you are like me, you need to go watch these. And so I have been uh, shamelessly aping Ian Worthington and and drawing uh, Rankin Bass style illustrations. I think that's completely acceptable. I I have actually been really like through quarantine. The thing that has kept me sane weirdly has been watching a bunch of cartoons i rewatched oh. gravity falls i so rewatched i i also uh just started watching craig of the creek oh i haven't started second, that one yet. the second season has just started like just mm. released and i've watched like i've already like watched a bunch of that um Owl House. Owl House. I uh, I I I bullied you until you got. I know, it. and 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 it showed up, and I finally I watched it, and I do have no regrets. King is my favorite. I love I, him. I really like Adina the Owl Lady. Yes. Yeah. No, I am very on board. And Mr. Ducky and I can't stop looking at each other, being like, hoot hoot. Yeah. Yeah. So like, like, I like the fact like. I am so incredibly jealous of of kids that are growing up now with the cartoons that that are on because oh, because man. I would have I would have died for the for the cartoons that are that I, are now that are now I, on. I was raised on Shira and the crappy My Little Pony, and I still wanted to be an animator. Yeah, 
like if if there had been these cartoons that are out now when I was a kid, I would have spent the hundred thousand dollars a semester, yeah, and taken the and taken the associates at Ringling Brothers, yeah. I keep saying Ringling Brothers, but like it's, it's not. It's just Ringling. <laughs> it's just Ringling. There was a clown school at the same place. Yes. Uh, I don't think that clown school exists anymore, but you could either go to Ringling School of Art and Design or you could go to Ringling Clown School. They were both yes. they were both there in Florida at the same time. That does not surprise uh, me. <laughs> that seems like a very Florida thing. Weirdly enough, weirdly enough, one of the girls on my hall in my hall, she was the roommate of one of my friends in college. Uh, she had gone to the Ringling Clown School in oh. Florida and did work for the circus and occasionally would walk up and down our hall in her her stilts so that she didn't lose uh, the ability to walk in them. She was a real bitch. <laughs> Sorry, no shade to other clowns in the audience, but that girl was a real bitch. So that, okay, so... I don't think I've mentioned. Did I mention the 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 story that I read about Mads Mikkelsen and <laughs> Mads Mikkelsen was a clown? Kind of. So <gasps> I was reading. I was reading an article about. I was reading a little excerpt about this. So random, but also very AD, ADD ADHD ADHD. Um, yes. So uh, he. There's a scene in Hannibal in one of the in one of the episodes. I don't remember which one. I'm not gonna look it up because we're talking about it right now. But there's a scene where he's supposed to flip an egg, an egg and crack it on the edge of a spatula. Okay, so yeah, that very show off. Yeah, it's it's you know it's a Japanese steakhouse uh, right, right. trick that a lot of the 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 chefs there do. Um, and apparently the director and the producers and the writers were, were all having a big conversation about it and were like concerned, okay, we're going to have to get in like some, some juggling experts and hand model things to do this because how are, you know, because he's not right. He's an actor. He's an actor. We're going to do this. And so they, the scene, we've written it. It's very important. Blah, blah, blah. They, so they end up bringing in. Like a guy that does, you know, the crystal ball juggling things and like, all like of, David Bowie's hand, hand double guy. Yeah, they brought, bring in all of these these special people so that they can do this scene for him. And Mads Mikkelsen goes in, flips the egg, hits it, on, cracks it on the on the edge in the first take. <laughs> Everyone is standing there staring, like, what the hell? And he's like. I used to be a juggler. <laughs> you have to say it like the man. Like, no, I used to be a juggler. Yes. He's made way more. I can't do it. I can't. You made him way more more Russian, Russian He's sounding. Very Russian in this in my in my fan fiction. Yes, uh, with where Russian Hannibal. <laughs> but but yes, but <laughs> I don't even know where I'm going with this. Yes, but Mads Mikkelsen had been a juggler, and he just kind of left it at that. Like, no, like the story that I that I read was like it just basically left it there, and I was like, no, that seems about right. I feel and like he, that that is a thing. The enigma he came in. Yes, yeah. Like I feel yes. like that is the that Gandalf. was the energy that was brought to it, where he just said, no, I used to be a juggler, and you don't want to ask any more questions. I mean, you want to ask more questions, but at the same time, you don't because. But it's also in- clear that's the end of the conversation. Yes, he is he done. Away, and you're like, oh, oh. Okay, but he did it on the first take. <laughs> Very good, good for you, Mads. I just have so many juggling questions. I have so many questions about juggling now, but you will not answer any of them because no. Scandinavians do not talk. They do, but you have to. <laughs> no Only problem. if you make them. You have to ask them very, very nicely. <laughs> And give them pickled fish. <laughs> and you have to bribe them with pickled fish. Huh? Uh, Mads, what do we got? Look, oh, I've got some kippers here. I've got some pickled uh-huh. fish and some vodka. You're like dangling in front of them like a cat. Like, do you want to tell me about the juggling? He does not. He doesn't. He will let go and lay on this furniture instead. He's, gonna, he's, he's going to walk tall. away. And lay on the bag 
for the cat bed you bought me. He's German. I can't do. I can't do. A, <laughs> I can't do that accent. So now he's Danish. just Russian. He's Danish. He can't. I can't do Danish. So now he's just Russian. That's fine. Like, I don't... walk. I I see you bought me beautiful cat bed. Gorgeous. Thank you. I walk away. I lay on bed. I lay on plastic wrap. Poor bed. <laughs> and on that note, I'm going to press a button. Stop by our dimly lit and unexplainably damp bookstore to peruse and purchase our seething collection of hideous books on any number of uncomfortable topics to include The Organ Slapper's Field Guide, Neighbor Spotting, A Picture Book of Unfortunate Clowns, Hobo Tagging, The Lady's Way to Choke Things, and How to Make a Dog Vomit, Part the First. Shank Street, Unpleasant Used and Rare Books, you know you at least want to look. So on the subject of Rankin Bass animation... Let's talk about The Hobbit. That's yeah. exactly what I was going to talk about. <laughs> Have you seen the Rankin Bass Hobbit? A, a bazillion years ago. I haven't oh. seen it recently. I yeah. also uh, I also watched the Lord of the... Uh, not Was it the Lord of the Rings? It was the Rankin Bass first stage of the... Yes. They did They did do a Lord of the Rings movie as well. All um, I remember about it is the song, the Frodo of the Nine Fingers song. Oh, see, all I remember about the Rankin-Bass Lord of the Rings attempt was the rotoscoping. Oh, yeah, no. All the I remember is... The amount of rotoscoping. All I remember is Frodo of the Nine Fingers song. Oh, my, like, and it, and, it, and it dawns on me... That maybe not everyone recognizes the Rankin is as keyed in to the Rankin Pass animation style as I am. I, I, uh, I, so I live with Rupert, and I will let you know that Rupert yeah. is very keyed into it because he gets real angry about rotoscope. <laughs> well, not, not just the rotoscoping, but they were also the ones that did The Last Unicorn. Yes. Which was one of their other big hits. Yeah. Like, I, I, like, I think people just think of them as the... Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer stop motion animation yeah. and and don't think about the Hobbit and the the Hobbit the Lord of like the bat the very bad Lord of the Rings yeah. rotoscoping the last yeah. unicorn they also had they also had a Christmas special uh which was 2D which was uh twas the night before Christmas with yes. little mice that destroy the clock tower yeah um Albert Mouse Albert Mouse he wrote a letter to Santa that basically said "fuck off" from the entire village. Yeah, and yeah. then Santa apparently was a petty bitch, and uh, I and uh, wrote that wrote that village off for the whole, entire year. Yeah, and I I hate the version of Santa in that for, in that cartoon because he does not have a mustache. Yeah, he does. He just has he the beard. Just has the weird Amish beard. Yes, and, I remember and, that. And, and, and I and distinct round red circle cheeks and it is even as a child it was very upsetting yes i remember that being the character design was i remember that being questionable but the mice were adorable yes the the people were adorable the santa terrifying i think whoever animated that might have had an opinion about santa (laughs) i Perhaps somebody left weird. coal in his sto- in their stocking. Wait, one too many <laughs> it was, times. Was someone from the Japan? Because all of the Rankin Bass, uh, both stop motion and two D animation uh, movies, were animated in Japan. Oh, <laughs> there was just some disgruntled Japanese employee who was sick of not seeing their name on the credits. I <laughs> was like, I'll show these, I'll show these American bastards. I will animate the most terrifying Santa ever committed to celluloid. I think they also did rock and roll, but I'm not positive. They did not do rock and roll. Oh, but rock and roll tried to rip off their animation style. Yes. In a creepy, terrifying adult content kind of way. Yeah, a lot of uh, well, there's been a lot of there've been a lot of uh knockoffs. There've been a lot of people that have imitated the Rankin Bass style. Um and there've been a lot of like I think there was a there was an episode of Always Sunny in Philadelphia that did like a stop motion kind of Christmas mm-hmm. thing. There's uh, been a couple, a couple of yeah. There's been a couple other TV shows that have done it. The I movie think, Elf does it. I think Eureka. Yeah, it. Eureka did it. Like yeah. the the in so far the only person that I've seen that has gotten it like pretty Dead pretty on. right is uh is that Ian Worthington the Worthy, Worthy Kids. Kids. 
Yeah. Even though nothing, nothing about the subject matter is Rankin Bass, the right. style. Oh, sometimes that's all it, that's all it matters. Animation, kid hmm. stuff, which you would get, whatever gets you through quarantine times. You, are you still, uh, are you still collecting your children's books? Speaking I, of through quarantine times i am i i don't know if i mentioned this to our listeners before but i have i have gone onto a weird and wild crazy journey into my childhood of trying to track down some of the weird obscure uh storybooks i think we did talk about that last week okay well so i i've been tracking down the weird and the weird and strange childhood children's books that i had um when my uh not to bring down at this moment but when my mother passed away uh i did not get i did not get to uh find out what happened to the books that she had she had a she had a lot of things from our childhood stored at one point she had all of our fisher price little people oh right yeah she had the whole like the only thing we didn't have from from the set was the boat but we had like the farm and the house and the 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 parking (laughs) garage there was a there was a parking garage yes there was a parking garage we had the construction set we had everything except for the boat and I I had we had the farm. Yes, we had the farm. We had <laughs> the barn that would go moo when you opened yeah, the door. Yeah, the, the barn that went moo when yes. you opened the yeah, door. Yeah. yeah, we had way too many chickens and and yeah, no, it was. But she kept all of the. She kept collecting and holding on to all of our toys. Uh, when we got when we grew out of them because she kept saying, "Oh no, when you're when you if when and if and when you guys have kids." You might want to to also play with these, and you know, little people um, are great choking hazards. Yeah, I was just gonna say, you know, with all the lead paint yes. and the, yeah, and the well, and, flies that are choking hazards. Yes, yeah, they're also really small. Like they actually, the little people now are way bigger. Bigger because <laughs> children. Yes. There is one thing kids love to do: it's pop crap in their mouths. Yes. Well, several of our little people had t- teeth marks in them from my little sister. Oh. You know what else I had from Little People? Oh. I had the Sesame Street Street set. Oh yeah, cool. And it came with Mr. Hooper because I'm that old. Oh, I did not have that one. We did not have the Sesame Street, but we had all of the play. We had a bunch of the play sets. But I didn't have the parking garage. The so parking can- garage was cool because it had a <laughs> it had the ramp that that you could make the cars go down real fast. Oh, oh okay. You know what? Yeah. And we had that. the and we had the train. You could I was put... thinking, I was thinking the little people parking garage sounded pretty lame, but no, no. it had an elevator. You could take the elevator up to the second floor, oh. and then you would push the cars down the ramp. It was okay. Ridiculous. That does sound cool. Yeah, it was I ridiculous. Take back, I take back my mocking of the uh, yes, but parking garage. But uh, but when when she passed, a bunch of our childhood stuff, I did not think about. I did not think about those things because I was like. Right. It was garbage. I don't have children. Who cares? Whatever. <laughs> but I did greatly uh, miss the books that I yeah. grew up with. And so so I've been on a search because a lot of them were very obscure. <laughs> so, so obscure. Yes, we talked about this on the, the podcast before. The weirdo. I mean, I, we spent a good chunk of time last yes. week talking about your weird, upsetting potential sex crimes doll so yes so we'll just end with with talking about uh the weird books no so i actually have a collection i have i i have i have one more book i'm waiting for and Mm. i actually might order another one of my weird book collection but uh but i but i have almost gotten all of them back into my possession they're not my books, no. which is fine. I don't, I don't need my books. Also, wherever those books are, I don't want to know. I'm actually <laughs> kind of hoping that my sister has them, but we're not talking right now. So, uh, but I have all of the books, and and so 
I would like to next week. I would like to start an Emmett Davenport story time. Where, oh, where you read excerpts from your bizarro children's books? Yeah, well, because I am honestly, I have, I've been a little afraid to read them. <laughs> Because these are from the seventies, if mm-hmm. not the sixties, and yeah, I... and and uh, looping back on our earlier conversation about animation, if there is one thing that the sixties and seventies have taught us, it's that it was a time period where they tried to make things as upsettingly as upsetting as humanly possible for children. Well, yeah, and also it's one of those things of like I have very, very fond and wonderful memories of of all of these books. Like these, these were integral to to making me me. Mm-hmm. However, I'm slightly worried that that as an adult, I'm going to read these and go, "Oh, why was this a thing?" Why did you think this was okay for children? Yes, yeah, so I'm uh, the the Raggedy Ann and Andy movie comes to mind. Oh yeah, well it I mean it's a was... nightmare of 1970s animation. Well, there were so many cartoons and animation things that like movies that that yeah. definitely tormented me. I mean, I still uh, have a horrible, horrible, horrible fear and slight loathing of bunny rabbits because of Watership Down, the animated film. Um, yeah. I I saw the movie before I read the book. And <laughs> uh and tormented. And and I was a small wee child that was dropped that was the first movie I went to by my set like with another child, my best friend Abigail and I you know, as children, got dropped off at the movie theater to go see Watership Down because animated movie about bunnies. How bad? Like it's gonna be great. We then became came out of there, uh, broken, dejected, sad, and and tormented, tormented children, children who sat Ta-ding. who sat on the curb waiting for her mother in silence. <laughs> crying to yourself with i mean to be fair i think the first movie i went to see by myself with my siblings was land before time oh which, which also has, yeah you know it does an extended sequence about mom death and extinction if i and remember in the rain it's right like you think mufasa dying is bad children no no we were already long dead before that be- then because, because of land before time, time. Oh, I've forgotten. I think I blocked that movie out. Yeah, yeah. Because... It's raining and the dinosaur baby finds his dead mom. It's like, oh, that, there's a whole scene. Yeah, well, in like, water. Please get up. It's, hmm. You in Watership Down, it's it's the war, the the rabbit war. Where... I believe the mom fights a T Rex. In... <laughs> yeah, well, in, in the, in the, uh, in Watership yeah, Down, there's a, another rabbit rips the throat. Yeah. Another rabbit rips the throat out of a rabbit. It's a movie about war. Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 rough. It's rough. And yes, and this, I I want to say I was seven or eight, nine. I don't remember when it came out. I was a young, I was a young innocent babe when I watched that movie. I came out of there a sad. <laughs> Sad, broken, broken human. You had a mortgage when you got out of there. It was. Like, I'm oh. sorry, Cheryl. I know that you wanted me to go to the park, but I can't. I gotta go to work. It was just. Little, oh, little I just remember it because I just. I remember Abigail's mother driving up to pick us up, and we were both sitting on the curb, and we were silent, and I think we were holding each other's hand silently sitting there because it That's was just because it was so intense and upsetting and that when when her mom drove up and we got in the car and she was like how's the movie and we were both just like it was fine mm-hmm. <laughs> oh it was it <laughs> he called her by her first name it was fine martha i mean yes. our innocence died today but yeah i think that- I- you yeah. ask her about her mortgage rates. You're like, what's what's your APR? Yeah, 
Like, uh, I hope, really, really hope your insurance who, who, is good. Yeah. Who who do you have your car insured for? Because I'm thinking my she's like, are too high. You're eight. Why are you asking me this? Well, you know. I've, I've, I've more changes the child, I've, Martha. I've seen a lot. I've seen a lot, Martha. Wait, could I change her name in the middle of the sketch? Martha, your name is Martha now. I, I don't even remember. I actually don't remember what Abigail's mom's name was, so it's okay. Mrs. Abigail. Mrs. Abigail. I, as, as an adult, as an adult, as like a 30 year old adult, I, my mom is still friends with my best friend's mom from when I was like in like 11. Mm-hmm. They live on the same street. They're still friends. They still see each other from time to time. So one of the times I was visiting my mother, she's like, oh, I'm going to go visit Mrs. So-and-so. Let's go stop by and say hi. And I'm like, oh yeah, okay, sure. We, we, we've gone to her house, we're sitting around, we're having small talk, we're all drinking wine, we're, we are adult women having a conversation with one another. And at one point, my best friend from childhood's mother turns to me and goes, you know, you can call me Cynthia. <laughs> Looked at her and I just went, no, no, I cannot. <laughs> just, nope. I know that I am 30, but I cannot call you Cynthia. That is not happening today. Sorry, ma'am. Oh, yeah. So so that's really funny because I've had the opposite reaction to people. <laughs> Where you did call her Cynthia. You're like, Cynthia, what's this vineyard? Vineyard, this is good. Yeah, no, I've had the, I've actually had the opposite, well, as a child. <laughs> <laughs> that's when you turn to, to, to Barbara and you went, I'm sorry, Barbara, but I've I, changed a, a woman. I've actually gotten i was actually called out as a small child because i referred to an adult person uh as their with their given first name and (laughs) they proceeded to let me know that that was not appropriate and that they should call me you know that i should call them mrs something or other and i was like because it's a sign that what was it it's a sign of respect and i went but i don't know you how do I know to respect you? I just met you, but you you were introduced to me as being Barbara. I'm sorry, Barbara, but if you didn't want me to I just imagine tiny seven year old you looking over your retirement papers and like, oh God, man, the investment return on this is just crap. Look at this, Barbara, look at this, look at this crap they're showing me. And they're like, I- I'm sorry, but you are a small child and my name is uh is Mrs. Butterworth. It's like, Barbara, that's the name of a syrup. Yes. Well, no, I, I just Get remember. some self-respect. Your husband is cheating on you. And then you lit a slim cigarette. <laughs> and you have just summed up my childhood. Well, no. I... Those skinny ones from the 80s that ladies smoked. Well, no, I, I, I have to admit that I have always had a really hard time with the with the titles of people with the Mr. And Mrs. And all that stuff, because I did not grow up with that. And so when people ah. ask me to refer to them by that, it's always weird. Cause it's like, what? I I'm sorry. I was homeschooled. I had mom <laughs> and I had pop and I had sister. <laughs> I called my teacher mom. So now titles are just kind of strange. Yeah. So like, uh, I don't, know what all this mrs webster is i I, what is your first name mrs webster lorna all right lorna um i would like to uh i would like you to give me an a plus on my english test uh because obviously i deserve it (laughs) and while you're at it lorna could you look over my portfolio i I just don't trust my investment broker also i I would like to plan a vacation and so um you know a good a, travel agent. Of a budget of $5,000, Lorna, who would you recommend to yes. me? Also, where do you think I should go to? And can oh. I smoke this tiny slim cigarette inside? It is candy, oh. but I am going to light it on fire. You, you're, oh, you're a geography teacher. That's not what you do. All right, I'm sorry. I was, right. I was misinformed. Misinformed. I figured, I, thought- I figured that you had access to maps. You would I know. Thought geography teacher had traveled. I that my mistake. Yes, yes. I also I have thought... to. I have to go. I have a meeting at five. Uh... Yes. I think you've summed up my childhood pretty much. 
Can you validate my parking? My tricycle is right up back. <laughs> my tricycle's right out front, and I'm just not going to pay those valet prices. I'm telling you so what, much. Lorna. Also, I parked, it. I, get I parked it myself. That, <laughs> yeah, valet, that valet was busy. <laughs> I like the look of him. I didn't trust him. I didn't want to bother him. I feel like I, I like this small '80s business child. I feel like I I straightened this. I straightened my tiny tie. Your tiny, you you fluffed up your giant uh, shoulder pads on your on your power suit. Straightened your tie, pulled down your pencil skirt, and went, Lorna. I have got to jet. You know how it is. Like, can I? I'll call you. I'll call you. A little hand signal, and then you were out the door. Yes. Honestly, I actually wore overalls a lot. <laughs> overalls don't have the same gravitas as giant shoulder pads. It's true. It's true. They don't. And also, when you try to mix shoulder pads with overalls, it's just not a yeah, good it, look. It, it, it goes weird. And, it's and not, a tie. It's yeah. a strange look. I mean, I would wear a tie with overalls. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but the shoulder pads. Hold on. I've never done that. <laughs> Suddenly, I'm contemplating the possibilities. You just need a sleeveless button-down shirt with a tie under your overalls. There I you go, business farmer. I yeah, I you know I'm a true crime affectionate. I have seen people show up to court in overalls. I think, but I would not call it a business look. It's it's not a business look unless no. you do it right. You gotta do it right. <laughs> they were doing it wrong. Yes. Yeah. There's a right and wrong way to wear wear overalls. Wear overalls for, to court. To court. First, you gotta have a tie. First, you gotta have a tie. Second, you, you have to have shoulder pads. Also, a collar. No, shoulder pads are a little too much. They just look <laughs> weird. But but a collar with the tie. You can't put a tie and a t-shirt. Or a white beard. Yes. Leaves are a must. Sleeve, sleeve, some sleeves. You could have quarter, quarter length sleeves. It's fine. No, don't wear quarter length sleeves. Cap sleeves. Cap sleeves. <laughs> what? What's some bell poofy sleeves? Interesting. Look, we've got cap sleeves, collared shirt, overalls, tie, blazer. Yes, no. Put the shoulder pads in the blazer. The blazer could have shoulder pads. There you go. That's where the shoulder pads go. That's where the shoulder pads come in. And then combat boots. Combat <laughs> boots and, because it is court, briefcase. Yes. There Which you go. Which ties the whole look together. Also, the I feel like that also boots. might describe the an agricultural uh, professor. Agricultural or agricultural lawyer. Yes. I might just be a simple country agricultural lawyer. Also... Where I grew up in Vermont, there was a cow college, and I'd like to think that everyone who taught there, that's how they dressed. <laughs> I mean, I thought I had taken the cake with the, the clown slash animation school, but cow college! Yeah, they specialize in, it's an cow. aggregarian, it's all about being a farmer raising cows. Well, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, no, that that's actually, that seems far more normal than clown college. In Vermont. <laughs> again because that's where the cheese is that's where the cheese is that's where the cows have to be yes. this is florida florida is land where the, the clowns cow. are yeah so yeah okay okay now again makes sense yeah land you know, of the clown land of the carnies isn't that where the clowns go to go for for the winter isn't i mean that? it's also where the red fairs go for the winter to take that as you will <laughs> it's where everything goes for the winter the birds the, the birds, clowns. the carnies, the clowns, the ren fairs. I lived next door to carnies for a little while. I mean, they didn't start off I lived as with clowns for a little while, so who? Yeah. I mean, they didn't start off as carnies. That was that actually I watched them That's ev- weirder. I watched That's them evolve weirder. into carnies. Yeah, see, at least the clowns I lived with were clowns when I moved in and clowns yes. when I moved out. That is stranger. Yeah, they were our next door neighbors when I lived in Vermont. And they had they had, they had a tilt a whirl in the backyard at yes! one point. Yeah, no, it was it was very weird because they did they were not carny they did not do that before. Did they ever like 
you know, just set it up for just no, they didn't. Parties. They, I wish they would. What's I mean, I wouldn't go on a tilt a world. The point. I don't know. It was just there, and it was weird. Mm. And I was friends with the with the eldest daughter, and and she was very embarrassed about it. Was okay. So the what? I want to make judgments here because I know a lot of I, I know a lot of Rennies and I know yeah. a lot of people that live like you know different kinds of lifestyles than, uh-huh. than, than most people would consider quote unquote normal but uh, but like I, I really want to ask how weird they were like how weird were they 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 weren't all that weird that's why yeah. the that's why being a carny was so weird because they didn't seem that weird. It was it and and we lived there. So that's where I lived in in Springfield, Vermont. Um I live we lived next door to them for like uh I want to say 6 or 7 years and they hadn't been if they had been carnies before that I did was not aware because it was only in the, the wheel. Yeah, it was only in the last a uh, year or two or more it was like two or three years uh because it was it was after poor faith uh graduated from high school after she graduated from high school that was when the tilt whirls showed up <laughs> and uh, imagining that kid coming home from college yeah. <laughs> like pulling like oh man it's so good to be home for summer break <laughs> you pull in and you're like why is there a fucking tilt-a-whirl yeah. in the backyard that's dad why is there a dad that was kind of the conversation that i believe happened because there was definitely i just remember i do remember faith coming over next door to my house and knocking on the door and going when 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 did that happen? Yeah, when did the tilt a whirl exactly uh, end up in the backyard? And I was like, oh, I had, I, I had several questions. I uh, it started in the summer, like springtime. I don't know. I don't stare in your backyard. I don't know. Just one day I looked over, there was a tilt a whirl there. I was slightly curious and wondering what it was. So <laughs> I, I was did go. If they were gonna I set did. It up. I did go over and ask your brother what what is that and he told me it's a -a tilt-a-whirl and it'll be twenty dollars and then i went nope don't i don't like i don't like amusement park rides and i left it'll be twenty dollars or 15 tokens and i didn't have tokens at the time faith i'm sorry yeah so i didn't i didn't ask further i didn't want to investigate anymore because i don't like those kind of rides so that was (laughs) that was the end of my adventure I cannot imagine coming home from college and finding out your parents have become carnies while you've been gone. Be like, I leave for what? What? Yeah, no, I will say it was it was in her first or second year at co- no, it was in her first year of college that hmm. she did come home to find, and she was a year she was a year ahead of me, possibly two. Um, and I do remember that she came back and was very like, "What is go? What is this?" I leave for one semester. I'm going to college. Get up to. I'm going to college trying to better myself, and this is what you do. What is going on? That's all I remember. But I did find it really funny, though. There's a pony ride. Just, and slowly her house becomes a circus. I wish. I would have stayed there if the. (laughs) I wouldn't have moved out. I would not have left that house. You would have. I would have, because I don't like winter. <laughs> and also, like I said, lived with clowns. Yeah, you'd have left. <laughs> and with that... Dark needs. Dark clowny <laughs> needs. Oh, and on that note, if you like this thing that we do... <laughs> if you like our dark steampunk needs... <laughs> this weird, weird show that I don't, I'm sure this was just as weird when we had music. 
I really would like to <laughs> we, we could fool ourselves into thinking it was more normal because then we broke it up a little bit with songs in between. Yes, but no, though, no it's, this has always been the show. It, it has, I know. But if you like this thing that we do, uh, you can be a part of it by going to agonyauntstudios.com and uh, supporting it via PayPal, Patreon, Coffee. Uh, you can give us a music recommendation for the music portion Ooh, of yeah. the show, which it, you can listen to at mixcloud.com backslash that darling DJ duo. You can um, just give us random suggestions of what you want to talk, what you want us to talk about, because we have highly gone off the rails you see where we go when left to our own devices yes this is what happens um if you uh want to give us five star ratings on apple podcasts you can do that or stitcher or wherever it is that you listen to podcasts that would be awesome that helps get us up on the algorithm because algorithms are tricky tricky monsters uh if you want to follow us on social media you can do that by going to lady adder cop at twitter and instagram or uh emmett davenport at twitter and mad spinstress at instagram you can also follow the the, the show itself at clockwork cabaret with the o removed and work and all that's listed on our website Oh yeah, and thank you to everyone who showed up on New Year's Eve for our live stream of the of the socially distanced Clockwork Ball. Yes, yeah, it was it was it was weird, but we had fun. It was it was strange, and there was some uh, Twitch glitches. Which, yeah. Hey, we're not responsible for their platform, so I don't have to talk uh. nice about it. Uh, but like, no, we really appreciated everybody that showed up and everybody that chatted with us in the in the uh, in the chat box and or just contacted us on social media to let us know that they were listening um it was really nice it was um it doesn't replace the the live in-person experience but it was a nice uh bright spot in an otherwise terrible year yeah and hopefully next year we'll we'll get to do it live and in person with everybody that would be nice i miss everybody yeah yeah it it was it was bittersweet seeing some familiar faces uh pop up in the chat box instead of in person but and and we had a slideshow and there were several people that were like oh the slideshow is hurting my heart yes it was well, all photos from past clockwork balls it's true i wanted but, to yeah. i wanted to give emotional responses yeah, <laughs> but it was, it was very nice i just i did want to say that uh several people have contacted us and let us know that they listened and they really enjoyed it uh so i wanted to give a thanks to anybody yeah, who and and we'll try and and we'll try and uh, do something like that again while yeah. we're still in quarantine forever. Uh, <laughs> forever and forever. And, but, and now that we've done it once, we, 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 maybe we won't be so anxious about it. Yes. Yeah. There is always that possibility. And with that, we will bid you adieu. And we will say, this has been the Clockwork Cabaret. She is Lady Addercop. And she's Emmett Davenport. And it's not work we do. It's love. Are you tired that your extraordinary contraptions fly apart when you apply the power? Do you get frustrated with the big ship that keeps dropping parts, making you wonder why you built it? Are your best made cogs dead because you haven't tightened them down enough? Well, you need spanners, my friend. Darn good ones, too. Come on down to Walzenberg's Hardware Shop at Abernathy Square for all the finest tools and fasteners. There, good as new. Thank you. Remember, folks, Walzenberg's Hardware on the northeast corner of Abernathy Square. Tell them Cosgrove sent you.